Life is often so busy, taking us here, there, seemingly everywhere. When you are unable to make it to church, we hope you are fed and nourished by listening to the preaching of God's Word wherever you are at the moment. In the meantime, take care, and God bless. Before getting to the text today, a few things need to be said in order for there to be clarity. Around here at St. Andrew, we preach in series as in we preach in themes. We think of them, we design them, we pick the biblical texts. It's not better, it's not worse, it just works for us. There is a different option available to us. It's called the lectionary. It's a three-year series that a bunch of people who don't work here on a committee years ago thought of. The only reason I bring this up is this. We are in between series. We just wrapped up Facing Giants, and next week we begin a new, exciting, life-altering series called Party Time. Yes, Lutherans, we're going to learn how to party. Like Lutherans. We applauded like that. (laughs) Baptists would have stood. So you might be wondering, was this gap on purpose? Yes, it was. I did it on purpose. What in the world was I thinking? I'll tell you. I didn't want to either end or start a sermon series on the weekend that houses the 4th of July, because only those of us who don't have cabins or we have no friends who do, will be in worship. And so today, we thought, let's just pick whatever text. And so, in a very rare move, we went to the lectionary. I found my book, and it said, Matthew 10, 40 through 42, with Jesus saying, whoever welcomes you, welcomes me, Whoever welcomes a prophet, whoever welcomes a righteous person, whoever gives even a cup of water, gets a God star. See what I did there? God star. Now here's one more thing that needs to be done because this morning's text is a part of a much larger section. In fact, in today's text, Jesus is smack dab in the middle of giving instructions to his disciples before they go out into the world to become the first missionaries. And frankly, if we hope to get the gist, we can't just skip the beginning, then go to the little bit of the middle, and then skirt off and then go to the next sermon series, because even though this is a one-week tour, we're going to do it right. Yes? So at the beginning of chapter 10, Jesus asked the disciples to sit down, and here's the deal. I'm going to give you power and authority over unclean spirits and every sickness. In other words, Jesus gave them the ability to heal people, which had to be cool. But, continued Jesus, I just want to let you know that some people may not be happy to see you. Some people may not be happy what you say. In fact, some may even try to hurt and even kill you. I'm going to let you know that it might get a little dicey. Now, just in case you think I'm taking liberties, because maybe you think I do, in verse 16, Jesus says, and I quote, See, I am sending you out like sheep into the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. End of quote. And then Jesus says, oh, before I forget, we leave immediately. No, seriously, like leave everything behind. Your money, your clothes, your job, your home, your family, come and follow me, stat. Now here's my best guess. There had to be a few who at least thought to themselves, so we're supposed to just up and go. Just like that, we're supposed to leave everyone and everything. 
is there any chance we can get back to you? And Jesus says, no, we leave with or without you. And here's a thought I had this week. I'd like to think that I would just up and leave. How about you? Jesus says, we're going. You say, I'm on it. Then I thought about going home. I walking into our home and I look at my dear wife, Joy, and I don't know exactly how I would put it. Hi, honey, you look great. You know I love you, right? Yes, I love you too. So uh, I'm leaving for a while. Yeah, I'm going to leave for I don't know how long, maybe like six months. Really, is it something for work? Tangentially, yes. But kind of not. Are you going on another golf trip? No, I'm not going on another golf trip. Actually, I'm going to literally, like literally, like literally follow Jesus. Now, an important aside, no one, I mean no one from my 28 years of ministry, there's no one I know who supports a sense of calling more than my dear wife, Joy. But to just stop and leave? So like, how are we going to pay for our daughter who's a senior at St. Olaf, and how are we going to pay for our first year at Gustavus? After thinking better of providing the pat answer, well, you know, honey, the Lord will provide. This is my way of saying what Jesus was asking was necessary. But it was a very tall order. Just pick up and go. You can expect a fair amount of flack, and sorry, this is a volunteer position. Some may feed you, but we're going to have to find our food. But then on a dime, Jesus expands on how one can bear witness to him by saying, Whoever gives even a cup of water to someone else is doing what needs to be done. Because here's the deal. I need my children to go around doing warm and loving and kind and gracious things to the people they meet along the way every single day. One way or another, news of my love needs to be felt. It needs to be said. It needs to be done. It needs to appear in living color, which is the title of the sermon. As a present to you, because you are the faithful people of St. Andrew, I'm going to break from tradition, and I'm going to only have two points and not three. All in favor, say aye. aye. Oppose the same. <laughs> no, I'm not hurt. Maybe I'll go back and listen to my sermon on resentment that I gave last week. <laughs> Moving forward with point number one, witnessing through work. I want to tell you about our refrigerator hero, Todd. So we have this refrigerator that cools stuff and freezes stuff, and then also, because it's a great country, gives you cold water and ice, unless it doesn't. And we didn't have ice. And we didn't know how long we could live this way. You can put them in little plastic trays, but why when it just comes out and cascades into your cup? And so we called because every month I pay. And I'm not going to mention the entity because I, I'm still waiting for my last sermon for McDonald's lawyer to reach out to me for besmirching comments, so I'm not going to add to it. I'm looking at my phone wondering, is it them? So it's an entity that fixes stuff when you pay them. And... You have to be home between 8 and 4 because you have nothing else to do. 
I have to pay for that refrigerator, so I have to work. And so I'm waiting, and the person comes, and he's very nice. I would like him to be our children's friend. Our daughter, perhaps, could date him. He was so nice <laughs> if she was so inclined. But he came in, and he looked at our refrigerator, and he said, Oh, dear Lord, those are complicated. <laughs> and I thought, you're the dude who's supposed to fix it. Oh, these are hard. Oh, we had a class on this. And I didn't, and this, I'm not taking liter liberty. He didn't know. He said, this is, can I, can I go out to my truck? And he did. For 40 minutes. <laughs> I thought he left. I go out and I look and he's in there and apparently he comes back and says, I watched a video and I don't think it's going to help. <laughs> We'll watch another video because <laughs> it doesn't give us ice and the water takes 17 minutes to fill a cup I'm not kidding he says I don't know I'm gonna have to send somebody out who knows what they're doing and I said okay I'll make an appointment I do I wait around wait for the call he comes back again <laughs> because he misses me and he says, I don't know, somebody told me about a class, and then I think this will help. And so he puts in a part that I had to order, and then I had to call. And it didn't really change anything. So I call again, because I know the number. And this time, a different person comes, and I could tell right from the beginning, he goes, oh, these are interesting. Yeah. And then he orders a part. And so I wait for the part to come in and then I call again because I know the number. And that guy comes out and he puts in the part and says it may not fix both things, but it might fix one. But two days later, I'm in my domicile and all of a sudden I hear clunk and I think, hark, is that ice falling? <laughs> and we have ice. And I'm thinking halfway there, maybe I'll try some water hardly there so I call again and I have Todd come and Todd comes to the front door and if you know anything about football and you know PJ Fleck you know about how much energy he has Todd has more <laughs> and I am at the end of my string here because I'm sick of this and he is so energetic and he comes and goes Hi, I'm Todd. I go, hi, I'm David. I still don't have water. And he looks at me and he says, I've looked over your work orders and I'm sorry that we haven't fixed it. We have not done right by you. I will make sure that I fix it. I will do whatever it takes to make this right because you've been so patient. You pick up what I'm laying down? How do you witness through your work? He took care of my ennui, my general sense of discontent in one sentence. Our Savior, with a lowercase s, was in my house. And he comes up and he looks and says, well, I need some other parts, but don't worry, it's on me. I'll take care of it. 
Here's my cell phone number. What's yours? When it comes in off the grid, I will call you, I will text you, and I will fix it. And he did. That restored my faith. That changed the narrative of my story. That also keeps me as a customer, and that's a side. But you understand what I'm saying. The others were not bad. They just weren't sufficient. And they didn't realize that we needed ice and water, but also we needed to have a schedule, and I didn't want to take off more time from serving the people of St. Andrew so I could wait two hours for someone to come and not fix my stuff. When you have a customer, when you have a client, and if you're retired and you're a volunteer, do it well. I was thinking we've gone from a society where we used to have greeters at Walmart, but now people who greet you are actually just doing security. And they don't even say hi anymore. And the people who don't fix our stuff don't even apologize. They basically say, well, you just need to buy a new one. Well, I don't want to buy a new one. That's why I bought a maintenance program. I'm going to call up this big company and say, I want Todd. Or someone like Todd. Because we witness by how we work. My thanks to travelers who gave me permission to do this. And I actually was watching the golf tournament last Sunday when this came on. Don't tell me you can't do your job when you watch golf. <laughs> but it said, it read, inspired by true events. You and I can show up to work. Or you and I can show up and care. Do whatever we do and mean it. Just a little human touch. Just a little compassion. Because it's only ice cubes and it's only water. But people are behind those things. The last point, because I had a point three, but you nixed it. <laughs> Just be kind. I don't have to give examples of how callous and uncaring society has become. It's easy to feel overwhelmed. It's tempting to think that there's nothing we can do to that to make will make a difference. Now, by all means, if so compelled, bear witness to Jesus with words. We are called to tell people that Jesus loves them, that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, yet at all times and in all places and with all people, the very best thing we can do is to be kind. Jesus talked about healing people. Jesus talked about prophets. Jesus talked about things that, for the most part, you and I aren't able to do. For 32 years, I would really, really, really want to heal a lot of the people that I've been with who are in hospice. But all you can really do is usher in the love and the grace of Jesus. My special thanks to Neil Ford. You can find his stuff at neilford.com. Uh, shout out to Eden Prairie residents and friends of Neil, Renee, and Maddie Rodriguez. 
I think this gentleman, I think he's in New York, watches stuff. He's a gem. He's wonderful. But Kathy, who got permission, said, hey, Eden Prairie, I have friends in town, and so I wanted to give a shout-out. This was actually the spark plug for my sermon, and uh, he tells it better than I do. So, can I have your autograph? I don't see that anymore, do you? Do you see people just kind of going out of the way because you're so worried that you're going to be one of those people? There were times when I wore a, a clergy collar and I would go to Target or Walmart, I'd go someplace and I'd say hi. But now I don't wear one very often, but when I do, I certainly don't say hi to kids. And you can figure out why because of the callous nature, because of the fact that some people, a very few amount of people, do bad things. We wonder whether or not we can do good things. But when you see a princess, you better treat her accordingly. Can I have your autograph? Go ahead, you can take that booth. When's the last time you or myself ever, ever gave someone something. No, I'm standing in line. I've been here far too long, and I, hence, basically, by design, am more important than you, even though you have four kids and they're climbing the wall. Then, if you are older, give the booth to the people who are waiting with kids, because remember what that felt like. I'll fix your refrigerator no matter what it takes. Super Todd. I almost want it to break again so he can come back. <laughs> he is so positive. In the video, I will surround and protect you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that we have protectors? If you see someone in trouble, if you see someone who's being given a hard time, we surround and protect. The echo of small kindnesses, Neil Ford, I want to thank him again. Never leave a room without leaving a smile. So my last congregation, we had two homes. One, the parsonage that they wanted me to live in, and I said, no, thank you. And so we made it a food shelf. The other was a big house that we could have rented out, but we uh, left it for an entity to help people remain sober. And I was thinking about this is that, frankly, my closing statements, because I don't have a third point, <laughs> is that we are very good people of America in a crisis. Especially if some entity that's not us and we can blame someone villainous and we can blame another nation, another country. We bond together really well, but it doesn't take long for that to come apart. And now as a nation, we are basically consuming one another because of people we don't agree Every single day, without calamity, without a hurricane, without a shooting, we tend to just be apart. 
But one day when I was working on the yard at Mount Calvary with a bunch of other people who were volunteering, it was about 102 degrees and the spigot on the house didn't work. And I thought, well, I need to tell, I need to tell uh, Jim about that who works on our building. But then I went into the house because I figured I could go to the house. There was a meeting going on and I, I said, hey, is anyone there? And I heard nothing. So I went into the kitchen and I got myself a glass of water because the cup would be in the cupboard and I'm drinking some water and this gentleman comes in and he goes, hey, you're not supposed to be here. I was all dirty. I had a hat on and not everyone knows me, but I thought to myself, well, let's just see how this plays out. This is our house and you need to stay outside. So I took off my hat and I walked up and I said, hi, I'm Pastor David Lilliard, senior pastor of that church over there, the place that owns this building. And he said, oh, Reverend, I am so sorry. I left that house with donuts. I left with cookies. He had a vintage car that I think he almost gave me. <laughs> What's my point? My point is I've been guilty of the same. We need to talk to the receptionist at school like we talk to the principal or superintendent. We need to talk to all people with kindness. And we don't wait to see what someone does or the title or their worth or what they can give us. It's every single person. Every single day. I was at Brugger's yesterday. I think everyone else in Eden Prairie was at Brugger's yesterday morning. And I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And what I always tell you is I preach to myself first. So that was the third or fourth errand in a row that I was doing and I was not loving how complicated. Some people have their breakfast sandwich. Just get a sandwich, I'm thinking or just get bagels, there's a concept, and then move along. <laughs> but there was a woman behind me and our eyes met, and then we started to talk. And those 15 minutes, I'm not kidding, because I kind of know, were so good because she and I had a great conversation. Now maybe she went home and said, oh honey, I had this weirdo guy <laughs> who was talking to me and he wouldn't be quiet. But I don't think so because it put air in my tires. And I could have just stood there in the line complaining about how long it is or wondering why in the world my wife and I didn't buy a Brugger's franchise. <laughs> or you could look around and you could look someone in the eye and say, how's your day? Regardless of who they are. If I would have looked at her and said, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? She would have decided I'm gluten-free. <laughs> but if she would have asked me, why are you being nice to me? This I can tell you. I would say, Jesus said, be nice and kind. That I can do. That I can do. This week, 
and I've already had a little head start, be like Reno. In this often mean, cruel world, we need heroes. Not who changes everyone, but is nice. Just, plain, old-fashioned, good, kind. You'll melt somebody. And the one you might melt is yourself. Because it's easy to say, this world is fill in the blank. But this is our Father's world. And Todd, my new buddy, those who protect, those who serve, those who teach, those who lead, those who pick up our garbage, those who do all the things that we don't do, and they do it well, we thank them. And we get thanked along the way. And life just seems a little bit better. I think that's what Jesus was talking about. Even a cup of water. Literally or metaphorically. Give it away freely this week because it's not even ours to give. Amen. You think about how you will live out your faith each day. If you would like to support the ministries at St. Andrew Lutheran Church, you can do so by having your credit card information available and then texting a gift to 952-260-9007. Thank you and God bless.